0: Welcome to Sulphur Springs Baptist Church Sermon Audio. For more information, please visit our website at sulphurspringsbc.com. Amen. Isn't God good? Sometimes I believe He's too good for us. You have your Bibles turn to Matthew chapter 28. The Great Commission. How many of you know what the Great Commission is? How many of you practice the Great Commission? Wouldn't this nation be a lot different if we would practice? Those of us who call ourselves Christians would practice. The Great Commission. Matthew 28 beginning in verse 16, reading through the end of the chapter. The Bible says, then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. Now look at those next three words even some that were with Jesus Christ, but some doubted. I hope that none of us here today are in that group of those three words. You want to see a change in America? Get rid of your doubt. You want to see a change in America? Begin to worship the Lord Jesus Christ as he would have us to worship him. Get rid of your sin that does so easily beset us, all of us. Confess before the Lord God Almighty, and I believe with my heart, everything about me, that we can see revival in America. But it's gonna take God's people doing what God commands us to do in order for that to take place. Yes, and when they saw him, they worshiped him. Be one of those that worship the Lord Jesus Christ. And all that happens, worship the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world or the age. Father, thank you for your great love and your mercy. Thank you for this portion of your scripture, which gives us instructions to go for you. You have changed our hearts. You have changed our lives. You have changed our destination. Many out there have not been changed because they simply will not believe. Maybe because they might be watching the church, the members of the church. I hope that's not the case. But Father, would you change their hearts and lives to understand and know a loving God. Now, Father, I pray for your words and for those words to touch hearts today. And I thank you for what you're going to do in Jesus' name, amen. If we are to reach the world, yea, our own neighborhood for Christ, we must have an an, an intentional witness. Not a happenstance, but it must be intentional. If we are going to reach the world, we're gonna have to be one of those that adhere to the great commission of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We must follow his words. We must follow his examples. We must do exactly what he has asked us to do, ask us the church to do, is to go. Many don't. Now, I don't want to sound harsh this morning, but I want to bring it in love. Many people don't. Even though they call themselves Christians, they won't go next door, knock on that door, and say, hey, let me tell you about a wonderful love of a wonderful Savior. But, God here commanded his disciples. It's just right before he's ready to go back to heaven. And they have gathered there on that mountain. And Jesus is talking to them. One last instruction for them before he ascends back to the Father. Go ye into all the world. Sure, he was talking to those few there on that mountain. But as we read the scripture today, he is talking to us, the church, the true church. That we are go are to go into all the world, but he also says in another scripture, start at home, start at Jerusalem, start at home here in Hidnot in this county, Alexander, and then reach out into all the world. I doubt. Of course, I don't know what the statistics are. I haven't looked it up. But I doubt if 50% of the people in Alexander County are in church today listening to a message from a preacher somewhere. That's the norm in the United States. I read this past week that 48% of the people of the United States go to church anywhere. 48%. What's happened to the other 52? How come they have quit? How come they do not follow the instructions of the Lord Jesus Christ, where he says, go into all of the world and make disciples? What's happened to the preaching? What's happened to the teaching? What's happening to the living of the Christians who are out there in this nation today? an intentional witness. When someone is dying or leaving us, their last words are important to us. Jesus is getting ready to ascend back into heaven. And I was studying this and my mind went back to 1993. My dad left this world, but he's in a far better world today. 19, or in 2005, my mom left this world. But she's in a great and far better place than this world. Suppose today is the day that you leave this world. Where would you be? And what kind of influence would you have left behind? How many people would be there waiting or how many people would look you up when they get there and say thank you for coming to my door, coming to my classroom, standing and teaching my Sunday school lesson? Thank you for telling me about Jesus. Jesus spoke to his disciples. And apostles for the last time in person. In Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times of the season, which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. What was Jesus proclaiming here? The most important thing that we can do here on this earth is to be his witnesses. Sure, we're gonna see heaven one day, but we gotta live down here first. We gotta be his witnesses down here first. And when we get up there, I hope you are just like I am. I wanna hear those words, well done. Just like he did the church in the Sunday school lesson this morning, Philadelphia, the city of love. Well done, I don't have anything against you. You kept my word. You did what I asked you to do. Even though you were small in number, you loved the people and you kept my word. Folks, that's a testimony that all of us need. You have kept my word. He gave them instructions, but he also said, ye shall be my witnesses. His command is to every Christian, and the Bible says we are ambassadors for him while we are here on this earth. We are representatives of the most holy God. Oh, he could send angels. He could send some of the old prophets, but he doesn't do that. He uses us. We are to be his representatives here on this earth. You know, folks, we're his hands. We are his feet. We have his mouth. We can witness through these three things, plus all the rest of our bodies, for him. And he said this task would be accomplished through his power. Not us. Not what we have or don't have. But it's through his power. But ye shall receive power through the Holy Spirit. That comes and lives in our hearts and lives. That's where our power will come from. Verse 18 says, Our authority comes from Jesus. And Jesus came and spake unto them, All power is given unto me in heaven. God gave him the power. Who gave us the power? The Lord Jesus Christ. For he said in verse 19, You go therefore, because I have empowered you I have given you the Holy Spirit. I have given you the words to say. I have given you the illustrations that you may have. I have given you my word that you may recognize my word as the word of God. And through the word of God, people can be saved when we proclaim that word of God. Yes, we have been given the power. We have been given the authority. And we have been given the right to use the word and the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ now are we being obedient to the will of God we need to pray for our brother here that's heading in this Lucas meeting that's coming up got a lot on him but he's trying to get churches involved all over the county to come together for this one thing is to be a witness in this county for the Lord Jesus Christ. The Gospel of Matthew stresses the authority of Jesus Christ in his teachings. Look at Matthew seven. Verse 29. For he taught them as one having authority. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. What did he say in the scripture? All power is given unto me, now you go, because I'm giving you that authority to teach and to preach and to live the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 8, verses 2 and 3. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. What happened? Jesus gave the authority that even diseases. Now, can we do that? I don't know. But I'm sure prayed for people that God touched and healed. And I'm sure you have too. That's the authority that God has given unto us. But he also saith in chapter 9 verse 6, Forgiving sin, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go into thine house And he arose and departed into his house. Jesus forgives sin, and we are to be a witness for that. But he also has authority over Satan. Satan, verse, chapter four, verse eleven, or one through eleven. It's the temptation of Christ. I'm not going to read all eleven verses. Those things that Satan offered Jesus if he would just bow down and worship him. But Jesus had an answer for every one of them. And the answer is in God the Father and the word that he has given to us. Chapter 10, verse 1. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. He gave them power. We have that same power today because the Holy Spirit lives in our heart and our life. And the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. Yes, we have that power The Bible says also in James 4, 7, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Because of this authority, we may obey him without fear. When he was born into this world, the angel came to the shepherds out there on the hillside And sure enough, they were afraid. But the angel said, don't be afraid. Did not Jesus say the same words? Don't be afraid. Because who is it that you have within you that the world, the lost person, does not have? The Holy Spirit of God. When the angel came to Mary... You shall be the uh, mother of God. But don't fear. Fear not. For I'm going to be with you. The women that he came to. The disciples that he chose. Fear not. And he's saying the same thing to us today. Fear not. When you go. Second thing that we see, we must be intentional as we go. Those of you that work at Public Works, whatever it may be, do you do it wholeheartedly? I hope so. Because Jesus tells us to do that. But those of you that witness are we doing it wholeheartedly intentionally because Jesus has asked us to do that oh when you witness yes the cross will come in view because our Savior died on that cross he was hanging there between heaven and earth The father turned his back on his son while he was hanging there. And man turned their back on the Lord Jesus Christ because they nailed him to that cross. Yes, the resurrection came. Three days in that tomb. But you know, there came that day when he wasn't there anymore. That stone was rolled away There weren't any bones in there because Jesus resurrected. But if you go out to the graveyard today and you dig up one of those caskets, there's gonna be bones in there if the worms have not eaten them up, but not so with the Lord Jesus Christ. He arose from the grave to live eternally and to be our savior But he also have, Christianity must have a missionary faith. Isn't that what verse 19 says? Go ye therefore. But not just go. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. What are we gonna teach? Well, one thing that comes to mind, the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Many people today don't understand that love. Many people can't understand why a man would come from heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ, and be nailed to that cross. Many religions in the world today But as our teacher brought out this morning, (laughs) their bones are still in the ground. Their teachings won't help a thing, but the teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ will. And right here it is. He spoke these words to men to write them down on our behalf so we might be a missionary to a lost and dying world. But the nature of God also demands that we be a missionary. Because Jesus gave us instructions, forthright. He didn't hesitate. He said, go ye into all of the world. Display that love. Do whatever you can. Whatever you need to do. Let the love of the Lord Jesus Christ settle into your heart and mind and soul and everything about your being so that people can see the love of the Lord Jesus Christ and that there is something different about this thing that we call, well, people call it religion, but it's not religion. It's a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. People are watching and they want to see a difference in our lives god is love and the bible says that god is not willing that any should perish second peter 3 9. he didn't come to condemn the bible says we're condemned already but he came to seek and to save that which was lost and we were all lost at one time or another You may have been born born again while you were just a young. Five, six, seven, eight, nine years old. Some of you later in life. Some of you 30, 40. Some of you may even be longer than that, older than that. But God came to seek and to save that which was lost. And that includes every one of us. His command is to go make disciples and begin at home and folks that's the hardest place to begin to witness sometimes it's easier to go talk to a perfect stranger than it is to a family member but he said go and begin at home We share God's nature. If we do, do we really want to see someone die and spend eternity in hell? God gave us his nature. His spirit lives within us. Never to leave. Once you truly come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, his spirit comes and will never leave. He'll never leave us by ourselves. But he will help us. We must minister in His name. Does't matter what that ministry is, if it's done in the Lord Jesus Christ His name. A cup of cold water, Jesus said, He would bless. You will not lose your reward. But we must depend upon His power. And his guidance according to verse 8 in Acts chapter 1. But not just a few. But the whole church must be involved. But the first words to the church, don't be afraid. Why should we be afraid? The devil has no power over us. Unless we yield to the devil. The Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father is so much more powerful than the devil. The Bible says resist and he will flee. (coughs) Yes, Jesus helps us every day. But Jesus also said, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. And then he put that amen in there. So be it. Go into all the world and be his witnesses. Jesus paid the penalty for sin. Aren't you glad of that? I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. The church couldn't do it. But Jesus could. And Jesus did. He paid the penalty for sin. The Bible also says that those, <clears throat> those who believe in him can and will be forgiven. That's his nature. That's the love that he has. He doesn't want anyone to spend eternity with the devil in hell. But he wants everyone to come to be with him there in heaven. and praise the lord we'll live eternity with him never more to depart what's the power behind that the holy spirit living in our lives because of the faith that comes from his resurrection Death could not hold him. That grave could not hold him. That Roman seal that they put on, (coughs) excuse me, put on that tomb could not hold him. He was already gone when the angel came and rolled that stone away. Come on in here and look, world. Jesus resurrected just as he said he would. But you know, he also said, I'm coming again. I'm coming again. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Don't be ignorant, church, for I'm coming. And there where I am, there you may be also. Forever and forever and forever. Do you ever feel that you don't have the skill or determination to be a witness for Christ? You ever been there? Notice how God, in His great grace, meets those objections. You remember Moses? I like old Moses. Lord, I can't speak. Do you have that excuse? What God tell Moses? Certainly I will be with you. Isn't that the same promise that He's given to us today? Lord, I can't speak. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. What about Gideon? I'm not a mighty warrior. I can't lead this nation. Don't even ask. But what did God tell Gideon? Go in this thy might and with the Holy Spirit. Yes, we can. And Gideon did. And the church can do it today. If we will go in the might and in the spirit of God of the one that's leading us, the Lord Jesus Christ. What about the disciples? (laughs) Lord, we're just fishermen. How do you expect us to go into all the world? Fishermen. I will be with you even until the end of the age. God has an answer for every reason not to go but who am i but you know it's not who you are who i am but who he is i am god and there is none other If I created the world, if I created you, I can certainly go with you when I ask you to go. Go into all the world. Here lies the secret of a successful testimony for God. He hath sent me, his words is in me, his presence is with me, and he is the Almighty. Did you get that? Secret. He hath sent me. His word is in me. His presence is with me. He is the Almighty. Yes, He is God. The Bible says, Cast all your care upon Him, for He cares for all of us. But also remember that the results are with him who works in us. He does not send us into warfare alone, but he is with us. Every moment, the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, put on the whole armor of God. Every part of the soldier, that armor that they wore back then, God says put on the whole armor of God but he wasn't using the soldiers armors he was using the word of God the spirit of God the sword of the spirit the helmet of salvation the chest plate of righteousness that's the armor that God wants us to put on so that we can withstand and do what God has us to do the book of John in Hebrews states that Jesus Christ is superior and that he is from above. This is true of everyone that is born from above. They are in character and destiny above all that is of the world, the flesh and the devil. Their affections are set on things above and they live above the doubts, darkness and uncertainties of the world and the Christ dishonoring ways of ungodly men. Some men have more spiritual power than others. How? Have they got into special favor with God through some hidden private door? But no. All power is given unto me and to you by God himself. His name is above every name. Jehovah the man, Jesus Christ, who became a man of sorrows, Has been lifted up above every name that is named. He who was crowned with the thorns of shame for us is now crowned with glory, honor, and power. You and I are his representatives. Go in his name. You want to reach Alexander County? You want to have a great revival week that we're planning? going out and working, talking to people, giving out water, witnessing. Go in his name. And see what God can do. Preacher, I don't know about that. I just don't have it in me. Call out to Jesus. Lord, I'm weak. Lord, I just I, I just can't. All power is given to the Lord, and that power is given to the church. Yes. We can. And I sure hope you're praying, what, two weeks? On Thursday nights when we meet here to pray. I hope we'll have a big crowd Thursday night praying for this one specific thing that Brother Lucas is working on in how many churches? 11? 12 churches they banded together because they're interested in the people of Alexander County. Here is our chance to work with 11 other, 12 other churches to go in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and be his witnesses in Alexander County. Folks, Jesus Jesus loves you. Will we express that love to a lost and dying world? Father, thank you for your great love, your mercy, and your blessings. And I pray, Father, that I know you've already spoken to hearts. But, Father, help us listen. Help us to be mindful of what you would have us to do. Help us to be praying. And when that week comes, help us to do our part. And help us to show our love like the church Philadelphia and our Sunday school lesson did this morning. And Lord, you get the glory. Thank you for everything in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. Please remember to drop a rating and subscribe to get our latest audio.